How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to 19-Year-Old Shrink. This is Will John Grande. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how being self-reliant builds self-confidence. And we can look at this from a simple perspective, and we can also look at it from a complex perspective. But pick anything from your life in which you gained a skill. Learning to walk, although you probably don't remember that process too well. The reason you were able to walk more fluently is because you proved to yourself that you could make that first step. And then came the next step. And then the next one. And then you started to build that self-confidence to where you were just walking without even thinking. Learning to ride a bike. You probably didn't feel as confident when your parents were holding on to you while you hesitantly strolled down the street with training wheels on the back. But then here comes that big moment. And you begin to do it on your own. And you feel so proud. And then all of a sudden, it becomes second nature to you. And this was me skateboarding. I remember freshman year, I was doing this behind Whalen Hall out near the bluff at LMU. So my freshman year of college, when I started skateboarding, I was so awful at it. I would fall on my ass again and again, scrape up my knee and want to just quit. But then right on the other end, when I kept trying, I began to become more self-reliant and build the confidence to do it without even thinking. And now I just skate around campus all the time. That's not to say I don't wipe out on my skateboard here or there, but that just comes with the territory. But I'm able to do it a lot more without thinking than I used to. And so much of life is about learning to become self-reliant. Or so I've experienced. You know, I'm still young. But because some of the most self-reliant people are some of the most self-confident people I know. And I'm going to mention some ideas that have come from Forbes.com, a really great article, which talks more about how to build that self-reliance and how in turn that builds self-confidence. And the first thing it mentions is to focus on thinking independently. And a little add-on that I like to add to that is to think independently, but when you do allow the influence of others to come in, think independently, but with a filter. So what does that mean? You basically have a clear, and I mean a clear understanding of what your values are going into a conversation and what it is that you want to become in a person. And you allow yourself to not be closed-minded to other people's advice, but when they do give you advice, be very confident in your own thoughts and in your own actions and know when someone's advice will align with your morals or if it goes against what it is that you want in your life and what your morals are in your life. And from there, begin to filter out what it is that you don't like or think is best for you, and then adopt others' influence if it pushes you outside your comfort zone while also staying true to your values. That to me, and this is my opinion, that to me is self-reliance. You're always valuing your thoughts and beliefs primarily, but you also have the maturity and open-mindedness to accept other people's thoughts and advice as long as it's within reason and can make you a better person along the way. Another really great piece of advice that I learned just yesterday when having a conversation with a great life coach was to always pay attention to what you're saying from the neck down or to what you're feeling from the neck down. There's always gonna be so much noise coming from your brain All of these thoughts and different things that you have been conditioned to think, such as this is the most logical step. Steering away from what you should do is really important. That's what the neck down is. That's what he was describing. 
listening to your heart, listening to your intuition, really paying attention to your body. And this person had me basically fast forward 365 days in advance and envision myself where I want to be in the future. So he had me describe what it is I was doing with my career a year out and everything that I felt passionate about that I was talking about was coming from the neck and below. All the things where I felt that jolt came from this area. He asked me, where did I feel that passion or where did I feel that excitement? And it was in like the heart. And these were the things that were most unique to me. This is what I kind of conjured up in my head. It wasn't what anyone else was telling me. And we're all in this transition stage. If you're listening to me and you're a senior in college, we're all in this transition stage, figuring out what our next steps are. Do I want to travel? Do I want to jump right into my career? Do I want to take some time off? We're all in so many different stages and we're not used to being able to decide this all for ourselves. We've always had, you know, classes to go to and things like that. And that's soon going to change. And I've realized, and I've been victim to this in the last, you know, couple months is sometimes operating too much from my brain and not enough from my own heart and my own intuition. And honestly, when he had me do this exercise, I think I probably felt the most confident I had felt in a while. And why was that? Because I felt the most self-reliant. Back to the theme of the episode. I felt as though my passions and my career were aligned. And I wasn't living in thinking I should be networking on LinkedIn. Or I should be applying to five jobs today. Because that is what I'm being told to do is the normal thing. You know, applying always and doing all these things. Because that's just the right thing to be doing at this point in my college career. And I've been doing that. But I haven't loved it and I haven't felt that jolt of energy recently from doing that. But what I did feel was when he walked me through this exercise and I was able to kind of gain a better understanding of potentially wanting to do a career in coaching or doing a career in speaking because that's what really gives me that energy jolt. And that's not coming from my brain. That's not coming from the thoughts that are coming from outside. That's coming from straight from here. And it was easy. That's what I noticed. It was easy to come up with a description and coming up with that example and that feeling of that passion that came in my life. And I began operating from a place of self-reliance. Instead of asking what do other people want or what should I be doing, it was what does Will want? And then I began finding those answers. I felt the most sure of myself after he ran through that exercise with me. All the words just came out of me naturally when describing what I had accomplished one year in the future. And I could feel the smile across my face. You know that feeling when you think of something that you're really passionate about and you just start smiling. You can't help but be in a good mood. So that came when I talked about being a motivational speaker or holding coaching sessions for people that might not have had the direction in their lives that they wanted because I see the holes. I see people have so much doubt at our age and I want to be able to help change that. And that's, again, where I felt that most confident when I was imagining my own dream and not someone else's. Going back to the article, another point that the article mentions is to use your own internal resources. Remind yourself of all the things that you've produced on your own. And for me, always reminding myself of those times in which I had doubts, similar to the ones that I have now. But I overcame them through my own ability to bank on myself. And then I use that as evidence to prove to myself that if I feel that worry in the past, 
I can be able to overcome it again because I did in the past. You know, success leaves clues. You've, <laughs> you've probably heard that before. And one piece of advice I have, and you can do it in your own way too. I don't want to be saying, oh, this is my way or the highway because one thing might work for one person and it might be a completely different thing that works for another person. Is for me, whenever you have a struggle and overcome it, maybe write it down. And again, do something that might work best for you too. But when you're writing this down, let's say you do use this, be very specific about how you overcame it. It's almost as though you're creating a self-reliant journal. Let's just coin it that. Where every time you don't believe that your self-reliance can overcome obstacles or that you yourself can figure the problems out on your own, you use that journaling as your guiding path. Let's say, hypothetically, I'm not speaking from personal experience or anything. February 8th, 2023. Very difficult psych test I needed to study for. I felt it in my chest. I was panicking. And again, I'm writing all this stuff down. I didn't sleep. I realized I didn't have a tutor to help me for this test. Then I write down what was my process. I began to study two weeks in advance instead of five days in advance. And what else did I do? I read the entire textbook. Then I asked my teacher for help with certain concepts. And then what was the result? Write that down in the end. I ended up getting an A on the test. So by having this journal and consistently writing this stuff down, you're constantly able to document all the pieces of evidence that prove you can do it, keyword, yourself. But one thing I want to strongly emphasize is that even though you're self-reliant, that does not, and, and I mean this wholeheartedly, it does not mean at all that you have to do it on your own. Every successful person that I've seen developed a team around them to become successful. And people need role models and strong influences in order to become better versions of themselves. Without a team of people making you better, you just can't thrive. If you don't go and ask your teacher for extra help for a specific chapter for the class, you might not get as good of a grade. But the very fact that you decided to approach your teacher and have the initiative to make a change and become a better version of yourself proves that you're self-reliant. And the other story would be, maybe you need your parent to motivate you in order to get good grades. The motivation isn't coming from you internally, it's coming from an external force. You are relying on other people to motivate you. So just always take that into account. Am I motivating myself solely for what I want or is someone else motivating me? Because being self-reliant doesn't mean going solo and everything. It's about having that internal motivation for yourself to also seek out other people and their wisdom to help you become a better version of yourself and to ultimately become a more skilled and well-rounded person. That's what I think is so great about our society today is that we have so many resources around us to learn from other people's mistakes and take shortcuts so that we can expedite the process of us growing and that's why I think it's so unbelievable to have that internal motivation and be self-reliant, but also to be willing to ask people for help when you need it. I think that's really important. So I know I threw a lot of information at you, but to wrap up, whenever you may not feel as confident, I ask you, just look at the things you're doing in your life at this very moment. And I've been in this position all the time. Are you living a life that goes along with your values? 
Or do you really have a good sense of what your values are? Maybe you don't. Maybe you're 20 years old and you don't know what your values are. And that's totally fine. But then be able to say to yourself when someone gives you advice and you figured out what your values are, is this aligning with the values I've set for myself? And is it pushing me outside of my comfort zone? Or is this not helping me become the best version of myself? Is this person not helping me become the best version of myself? And just because you're self-reliant doesn't mean that you can't ask others for help and build a team around you. You doing that proves that you're looking to grow. Where it becomes a problem is if someone is more motivated for you to achieve something than you are to achieve that thing. Whether that's your parents wanting you to get that job or to be with that person. You just allowing it to happen without measuring it and filtering it out against what you want will go against that confidence building that that self-reliance creates. So always keep those concepts in the back of your head because you will see yourself grow and develop in ways that you never thought possible. So I hope you all enjoyed today's talk. If you want to reach out to me, my Instagram page is 19yearoldshrinkpodcast. My personal page is WJG23. But I hope you took a lot away from this talk. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Take care.